Good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike, and... Side Label Schmeave. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, wait, Got wait, it. wait, wait. You haven't been Side Label Schmeave for the three other releases that we've talked about that have been on the side label nope because <laughs> i don't I, I i probably don't think about it at the time or oh, okay. realize or remember or care okay that's fair i guess we're just we're just disregarding dj clay his his brilliance i didn't even realize that those were on on this one. Oh yeah yeah, all the Let em Bleeds are on, on Hatchet House. If I was going to give, like, special credence to any of them, it probably would have been Breed. Oh, on, on UMZ? Yeah. Was was what that was? Uh, <laughs> Urban Music Zone Records? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> or, 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 or what about, what about, uh, um, fucking uh, Zug Island with Axe and Smash Records? Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you're at least acknowledging the the side label that has the most releases on it. In in the first year, it has more releases than any other side label that Psychopathic had at that point. Because DJ Clay won't stop fucking putting out releases. I mean, why are you going to blame him for that? Yeah. Why not keep putting out fire album after fire album? I am going to hold DJ Clay personally <laughs> responsible for his crimes. You're just mad that there's been more boondocks than you anticipated. Well, thankfully, not now. <laughs> nope. And never not again. Not now. That is... I am eliminating him from is the timeline. That is actually inaccurate, and I am sorry that you feel that I way. I built a time machine to stop <laughs> That him. is... You have not done that because you would have told me about it and let me use it. I definitely would not. I feel like you would have because we're such good friends, and we would also have to let uh, Aaron and Eric borrow it. They have made public their knowledge of uh, of their need. I would let them their... use it, but, but not me. Well, you are incredibly irresponsible. Name one time I've been irresponsible. <laughs> right now, you're not wrong. Anyways, how the fuck are you, buddy? Doing all right. Doing all right. I got some soup. It's very hot still, thankfully. It's in a container that's keeping it pretty hot, and I'm down with that. Oh, well, that's your own fucking fault. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm down no. with it. As in, it's a it's... good thing that it's staying hot, because I can't, but like, it's... eat it consistently right now, so I need it to stay really fucking hot. But it's soup. and just You're a dipshit. I, you know what, you're, that's fair. I've been... Having somebody shadow me at work, which is fine in general, but I just really hate having somebody watching me work, even if they're just like a trainee or whatever. But that oh, it's, it's yeah. been okay. It also means that I can't like you know have a video playing all day like I usually do. But oh, tomorrow's so the last. One. It's only longer. half the day, and tomorrow's the last one. So, oh, that's not bad. Back in judo, I made it made it back on Tuesday after rolling my fucking ankle on <laughs> I think Thursday. Oh yeah, yeah. Sprained it. Looks like. Oh, yeah. 
that's still that's got no some good. bruising on there, but uh, I can walk. I've been able to walk on it fine. It's all oh, good. Oh, well, that's good. I've been able to run, jump, all that shit. It's just certain angles, you know, it just doesn't like. How you been? Yep. Uh, fucking stressed. Yeah. Just, just, uh, it's been weird times recently. Um, you know, getting into the swing of things with, with work. Um, like, it's not really a routine because it's not like set days out of the week. So, um, I don't really have like, it, it feels kind of day to day. Um, with that, with, um, that's a rough life to, the, to re-enter. Yeah. You know, like back, yeah, back really in the day, is. it's like, that's just like how it was and it still sucked then, but like, you know, you were in it and then it's like, you get a, you get a nice regimented job that's, you know, solid days. And it's like, yeah, actually this is pretty fucking sweet knowing uh-huh. when I can do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I did this this whole spiel for six years in the past, and yep. didn't think I was gonna do it again. And I'm in it now, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I am grateful for the job. I just I'm not good at it yet, and that's incredibly frustrating. Um, it's a lot of learning on my feet, and I'm not great with that. It's not happening as quick as I want it to be. But sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at it. I mean. Yeah, and that's meant to make me feel better about it, but it's not. <laughs> but fuck it, it's 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 what I'm. It's where I'm at right now. So I can't. Uh, I, I guess I shouldn't complain. I can complain, and I still will. Should I? Yeah, yeah to an extent, I'll allow myself a little bit of complaining. But Mike, speaking okay. of sucking at something, what are we talking? <laughs> Can't even, can't even believe that you would do this. What are we so, talking about today? We are talking about the compilation album put out on Hatchet House called Tunnel Runners. Tunnel Snakes Rule. I don't know what that is. That's fine. Um. So, what's unfortunate is there is not like a Wikipedia page for this album. <laughs> Um, uh, and you know, pro- it's interesting because it seems like uh, this is one that uh, nobody really feels like there needs to be one, a Wikipedia Basically. page or any mention of it or yeah. anything like that. Pretty much. Um, the worst part is there is no, oh, this is so frustrating. It doesn't have. An actual date. I don't... Oh, never mind. I did just find a date. That's awesome. Thank you, Discogs. I love you. Um, 2008. So, 2008. Uh, specifically, Octo- uh, August 1st. August 1st. Wow. So, that's what I was trying to find. What a date. Because I didn't get this right whenever it came out. Um, I have a story for that. This was nine so. days before I turned 18. Wow. In Baltimore. So, you're saying... So you're saying that... At time of release, you were not yet 18. You were how old? Um, hmm. Hang on. I'm, I was going to turn 18. You were going to turn 18, like the Creed song. I don't know that I'm one. 18. It was on the faculty soundtrack. Oh. 
Was it a cover of uh, Alice in Chain? Or no, not Alice in Fucking Alice Cooper? I believe it was, actually. Really? I oh. think so. Well, I think that would make me then uh, closer to Winger's 17. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Yes, indeed. So, Uh, August 1st, 2008, we were blessed with this compilation that features absolutely nobody on Psychopathic Records or Hatchet House. Nope. Well, who's on Hatchet House? Just DJ Clay? And ROC. At this point. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if the if the signing was official at this point or not, but I do believe that um, Motown Rage was also signed oh. at this point. It may not may it may not have been official until the following year, but Motown Rage would be on there as well. Hmm. Um, and the thing is, is Hatchet House was was kind of interesting because of how signings were allegedly happening and then not happening. We talked briefly about um, Tally Demon, who was featured on, well, not by name, featured on uh, those two Boondocks tracks, um, who was technically the first female artist ever signed, but she was only there for like a few months and then was like, no, fuck this, I'm out. Um, So then it was, they never actually even announced her. Like it was a lot of hearsay. Um, There were some other people who were, hinted at being signed to the label one of which appears on here i don't know if there was ever any like concrete evidence that they were signed or there were big talks but heavily rumored that they were signed uh going to be signed on a hatchet house i know there's somebody else who was pretty close pretty close pretty close ah <laughs> uh, yeah no, oh, one I got step wor- away <laughs> I, have, I have some thoughts about that anyways so this album was meant to just be a compilation of big names within the underground who were not signed to psychopathic in, in 2008. I've said, I think I've said this before. There were three big underground labels. You had psychopathic for like your horror core type stuff. Kind of you had strange music, which was very pure rap and chopper style stuff. And then you had suburban noise, which was, Hey, we'll fucking sign whoever. <laughs> so if you weren't, are you on saying those... they didn't have standards? I'm not saying that. I'm saying they didn't stick to a specific genre. Like they went from you had Cottonmouth Kings and Potluck, like just you know you had weed rap, and then you had artists like Swollen Members ended up joining them a couple years later. Um, like a lot of fucking groups went on to suburban noise and a lot of them were just like, it's kind of just surprising. Opium was on there. Um, it's all just drug related people. Basically. Who made noise in the suburbs. Exactly. It's very themed. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But there were still, you know, underground artists that were doing horrorcore. Um, <laughs> what was that from? The the one good golden goldie track. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say the one good one. I should say the best one. Those Man, are different I was about things. To say, there were there were good songs on there. 
it was any time that Legs Diamond was on a track. Except for the one time where he fucked up. I, I wasn't saying that there were good ones. <laughs> I was just saying that's the best one. <laughs> Anyways. From what it seems like, this was kind of a, hey, we want to help put eyes on these other artists. You've seen these people at the gathering. We want other people to be aware of them. Let's have a compilation. To my knowledge, all of the tracks that are on here are new tracks at the time from these artists. So they probably submitted them directly for this compilation. So everybody on here has performed at the gathering at some point. Um, and, you know, people who were big in the know of underground music, I guess, were probably aware of these artists. But me, as the young juggalo in 2008, I didn't know who most of these people were. So I'm going to tell you a story about how I acquired this album. Oh, boy. I knew this was coming out. I believe that it was actually hinted at in one of the prior albums that we've seen. It may have actually been in the ROC's album um, where there was a little flyer on the inside for this. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I either I didn't find it anywhere or maybe I didn't have the money at the time, whatever. I couldn't buy it on release date, something like that. Fast forward to it was either late November or early December when I'm in uh, college, my freshman year in college. And there were um, there were do, uh, one of these weekends. It was like the first weekend. Oh, it was the weekend before finals. That's how this happened. The weekend before finals where there was like 24-hour quiet hours so people could study and shit. And they had a, they were having a thing where you could uh, take the, the bus, the happy bus, from uh, campus – they were driving people to Robinson Mall to do Christmas shopping. Nice. And I was like, well, shit. My, my mom came up here two weeks ago, and we just bought our, our, our family members a bunch of Slippery Rock shit because I was a freshman in college. This is what you get your, your fucking relatives, I guess. Sure. All Christmas presents were already taken care of. I just didn't want to stay in my dorm during 24-hour quiet hours. I'm going to fucking go to the mall. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. So, wake up early, get on the bus, and we go from the drive. It's about an hour drive from, a little over an hour drive, from Slippery Rock University to the Mall of Robinson. I'm about five minutes away from getting to the mall, and all of a sudden... My stomach is like, hey, you know how we were doing cool, like, all morning? We're not now. Uh, good times. I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. When I say that, I, th I believe that we, we got to be at the mall for a good, like, six hours. When I say that I was in the bathroom for about four of them. <laughs> because... Uh. For I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know if I had food poisoning from the prior night. Whatever the fuck it was, I just was not feeling great. Hate to see it. It was fucking terrible. At one of the brief moments of me not feeling like utter garbage, I obviously spent time and went to FYE. The FYE that was at the mall back then was in a different spot. It was much bigger. That was back whenever they carried way more fucking CDs. Now it's literally 
what, maybe 12 feet worth of CDs. It's yeah. fucking terrible. And I know I bought this, and I know I bought the Slim Shady LP, Eminem's first album. I did not have that CD at the time. Hmm. I don't know why. But I know for a fact I bought that there. I may have bought a third CD, but I know I bought this one. And I basically just bought it because I was like, oh, yeah, it's that one thing that ICP put out but doesn't have ICP on it. Well, I might as well buy it. It's got the logo. Let's fucking go. Classic Mike. Classic Mike. That's that's how he do. <laughs> so, you know, just just remembering that buying the CD on a day whenever I was shitting my fucking brains out um, for a very long time. Uh, you know, it was just fun to remember. Yeah, good memories. <laughs> I did listen to this uh, quite a bit back then. It's it's weird now listening to it because it's like I am aware of some of these artists and some of these artists I'm I'm a big fan of nowadays. Um, whether I know their solo stuff or group projects that they're involved in, but this was just kind of a, a cool way to be like, oh yeah, even though these people aren't signed to Psychopathic Records, like they're clearly a big enough name to where they get to be on this record. And I thought that was interesting. Well, I so. have heard like one of these people before and that's it. Uh, and I've seen some of the other names around mostly like, like two other names around three, right? Four. There we go. Uh, and I that... know for a fact, the one you've heard is King Gordy. Uh huh. That's a shame. And who you've heard of we uh let's see mars uh -huh. <laughs> because of because of my quote-unquote beef yeah yeah, yeah. long-standing beef with mars uh you guys have fired no. some shots back and forth oh yeah several diss totally tracks have. have been dropped uh i remember you dropped a hard r on one of yours and i don't know where that <laughs> came from oh, uh yeah yeah his name is mars <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah who else have you heard of on, on these? PLC. Oh, yeah. Class. PLC. Class. Low key. That's about it. I am I am kind of interested you've heard of class, but low key I understand because well, you've we've talked discussed about him, him before. That's it. I have? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I have. He's come up. I think he I, follows us or something, too. Oh, he he might. He may have, like, retweeted something that we did, one of the contests or something. Is he, like, one of those fucking UGA thing people or whatever? Yes, he is. Yeah, so that contest that we did, that one, oh, the okay. giveaway. I think yeah. that was it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway, but, um, I, I but think anyway. it's a, almost about time we get into this. Almost. 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 Why, why is it only almost? Well, like, before we jump the whole way in... Mm -hmm. We gotta freeze in midair above the pool, like in a cartoon. Yes, like like whenever Wiley Coyote yep, is yep. chasing We're gonna the Coyote Roadrunner, time and this then one. he yeah, and then he like stops and he's like he pauses and then he like he like airs under him like he palms mm -hmm. under his feet and realizes he is in the air. And then, and then once what does he, he has do? that acknowledgement, what does he do? He falls. He pulls he falls. out. Um, he, he cracks open a motherfucking fago, uh, an acme. Flavored Fago. <laughs> what do you have? I have in my possession. I went to the 
store that uh, that that we get our Fago at. I went there right after work today, and I was incredibly disappointed at the severe lack of Fago. And I assume that you probably went there today too, and were met with the same. Uh, <laughs> With the same kind of choices that I have. So I would be very surprised if we have different flavors today. But I have in my possession a genuine, delicious Fago cream soda. Well, Mike, I did, in fact, go and get mine from that store. <laughs> and I'm kind of disappointed that we really do not have an, another option. aside. Like, Speedway has another very small selection so i could get like a root beer there if i felt do like do they still have any i don't I know did they, they stop maybe they stopped uh, life's tough you know i'm not going to I, I didn't feel like driving to ambridge just to go to Moe's. yeah I, I might have to just go to like shop and save and start getting cans again but even yeah, their dollar selection tree has is, some too even their selection started fucking just taking a yeah. nose dive. dollar tree i think had like orange twist and cola but i went there and i saw on my left side cream soda on my right side grape and i was like i could roll with a grape today but then i saw like the condensation on it and i was like i don't know it looks like maybe one of these cracked or something and it's gonna be all fucking sticky and i don't want to touch that so i had myself a genuine fago delicious vanilla creme soda yeah yeah Crack these bitches open. I'm excited because it's starting to get warm in my apartment and I am very thirsty. Oh. Oh, they're so good. So creamy. Hell yeah. Creamy soda. All right. Let's kick this off with... Track one, we got class with All Fall Down. All right. Got this a has a long-ass intro in front of it, which must be acknowledged. Class has said uh, online, he did not make this intro. <laughs> this was put on by Psychopathic. Uh, so he had no idea this was going to be on here until the album came out. Huh. Pretty fucked up. Oh, but yeah.
class coming out of Dallas Fort Worth area. You know, he's got some bars. He do containing have containing a few words. He you know, he do. <laughs> he do. I was curious about one of those. <laughs> Did you have to look him up? Do we have another twisted on our hands slash blaze? No. No. Okay. He <laughs> class is black. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was curious if that was going to be something that you brought there up. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah. It, we're, he's, he is safe. <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Yeah, there was there there was another yeah, one. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know. I know exactly what you mean. There's some good production on this though. There is. Uh let me double check cuz thankfully this does give production credits. Ooh. So that's really cool. Um nobody that we know uh to my knowledge, but uh this was produced by uh Lavey, L A V E Y of Planet Nothing Productions. Lavey. Lavey. Yeah. Lavey Lavey. <laughs> well, it's um it's Lavey as as in like like probably I mean it might not be but mm-hmm. like Anton Lavey, uh, the satanist guy. That one. Oh, I don't know what that is, but um something I also want to point out that's fucking great is uh social media is listed on here. Oh wow. So uh, when you go to www.myspace.com slash class, All right. you know, you can add you, you can add class's song to your to your MySpace profile. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to put him in my top eight. I almost want to go. Is MySpace still a thing? Because I know it came back for a while. Is it still a thing now? I don't know. That's, that's something to look I, up. I almost want to see because. That's something like, to look up, but like not stop the episode for. No, not at all. <laughs> But I, I, I almost want to see, like, should Juggalo Judgment have a MySpace if it's still up? <laughs> yeah, no, I like the beat on um, this. Uh, he's got good flows cool. and stuff. It's pretty, he does. pretty good. That's, uh, he, he's, he's going. He does. Now, uh, yeah, I, I, put, uh, I put chop chop. But flex to be expected. Yeah. But it is, but it is a very solid open. Like this is a good track to open this album to. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% believe that. So this was a great track to open with. Um, something we also need to, also I guess we really need to make it aware of. <laughs> this this entire album is not going to have like any cohesion. So I hope nobody thinks that <laughs> that's going to be yeah, you know, a thing here because it's not. No, there's there's <laughs> no there's no grand thing going on here. This is all it's a compilation. That's it. This is a mixtape, basically. A compilation. (laughs) Yeah, compilation, mixtape, whatever you want to say. But, like, it's... That's the thing. It's really, like... This is an interesting album of... That's why it's weird that there's literally nobody on Psychopathic on this at all. It's super fucking weird. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah, it's it's new. And like I said, for, for me back then, to have never heard these artists prior to this really cool way to introduce me to it so class solid fucking open i do hate that they have that intro tacked on i understand why but it does kind of suck that it got tacked on his song without his knowledge yeah just slap it in a different track yeah they could have just had to be like an intro yeah just use it as a 45 second intro and then track two class all fall down yeah yeah well (laughs) 
I think that's all we got for, for class today. I think so as well. Class dismissed. Moving on to track two. <sighs> F-Ducks, die tonight. I'm psycho sick and I got a ratchet and a hatchet in my right I'm a psych, capital O, you're damn right Start with the head, you're right with it Cut it at the elbow, I'm usually mellow You screaming for help, I'm yelling hello If you want it, come and get it, I got guns for days I start shooting and I slip into a daze For what reason? See, I don't know I guess I'm just a schizo Frantic, frantic, I panic, pop a couple Xanax Or a Laura Tabba Percocet I'm a nervous wreck, you about to die Ain't even heard this yet Stay calm, try to relax and breathe slow I just murdered my brother and all his homies though I got a head rush, pupils dilated how the hell am I gonna make it with cheeks blushed and eyes faded? Change behaviors, betrayed saviors, committing sins. I think I'm about to do it again. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Somebody's gonna die tonight. Somebody's gonna die tonight. Somebody's gonna die tonight. Somebody's gonna die tonight. F Ducks out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Ooh. Shout out to the Hornets. Produced by Mad Sun. Um, it's a pretty so yeah, that, straightforward murder so, rap thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we said, I I think that that line in the very beginning is Tech Nine, just pulled from like a video or something. Hmm. Like that's got to be him. Um, but yeah, this. This seems kind of like a run-of-the-mill <laughs> horrorcore track. Yeah. Like, nothing special about it. There's nothing bad, but there's also nothing that really, like, sets it apart. Um, and, I mean, the dude's got a got an okay voice. Yeah. Like, it works for this. I do really wish that the chorus had more to it. Yeah. It's very especially with nothing. Especially with how much we hear it. Yes. Because, <laughs> like, this, the beat's cool. Mm-hmm. Like the beat is is very good. A lot of the production on this album is very cool, but man, that chorus it it's so long to say the same words if you're, over and over and over again. If you're gonna do a hook like that, you definitely don't fucking repeat it in between each verse. <laughs> yeah, like you you do the one round of it and move on. You do not do two back to back. Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. It's just, it's long. And the song itself, like, because it's not fast-paced, this is a four-minute long song. Yeah. It feels longer than that. And that's, I, I, I hate to give demerits or whatever for that, but, like, it, it does. Like, it makes this song feel longer than it is. The guy's got, like, three rough. pretty packed verses in this, if I remember correctly. Something like that. I don't know. I just know that in one, he uh, he talks about, uh, he mentions being Michael like Michael Myers, and then later he brings it back 
to talk about how he's definitely like Michael Myers, but not Jason Voorhees, because he's more of like the stalker kind of dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with that. I like Michael Myers. I think he's pretty cool. Are you going to see the new Halloween film? There's a new Halloween film? There, there is. Well, that was your answer. I don't know. At this, <laughs> at the, at, 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 at time of release, it's been out for X amount of weeks. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be the final, the final Halloween movie. I'm sure it will. Ha- Halloween ends. Hmm. Interesting. It's, I mean, yeah. I'd have to watch a lot more before that because I've only seen like up to maybe four, I think. So here's the thing, and I found this out like a couple months ago. There are multiple timelines for Halloween. Oh, yeah, for sure. And because of that, you would only need to watch, I believe, the first Halloween movie. And I think, does it go right to Halloween Kills, which was the one that came out last year, and then Halloween Ends? Yeah, because that one, I didn't even realize that that was technically like another, you know, line for it. I thought it was just like a full reboot. Um, no, no, that's the thing. Yeah, because in 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 the first Halloween movie, I guess it's not actually established that the main character and Michael Myers are siblings. Yeah, and they, they that's not back. established until the next film. Yeah, and they, and they have Jamie Lee Curtis back again, but as right. as adult her. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's fucking weird, but get around to it maybe. It, Oh, wait, sorry. I, I literally found the thing. I don't care that it's because there's the Halloween uh, the, like the H2O. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, one. Oh, see, it's fucking weird now. I, I had it earlier, but oh, there was Halloween from 78. And then the one that came out in 2018 is a direct sequel to it. Yeah. Like that's that's its own timeline. Then there was Halloween Kills that came out last year. And now Halloween ends that comes out this year. Hmm. Like, that's its own timeline. It's fucking whatever. Well, Die Tonight is an, is an okay song. It's kind of mediocre in a lot of ways. It's fine. It's passable. You know, it's one that you can... It, like, you don't really necessarily need to expend the energy to get mm-hmm. up and skip it. Um, <laughs> it's fine. But <laughs> I, I so would, wouldn't put it on, like, just out of the blue. That's fair. That's fair. Anything else? Uh, No, I don't think so. All right. Track three, Intrinsic, The Calvary. Holy shit! Oh my god! Dude, that is a fucking boy! You're freaking out, Jeff. Dude, I'm not fucking lying. You saw what I saw. This is fucking stupid. Look at it! That's fucking Johnny. Consider this track the rap, passion of Christ. I suspended on wax, you get slashed with a knife. Battle axe.
So we have Intrinsic mm-hmm. uh, out of... I don't know if he moved, um, <laughs> but I believe that... Well, no, because I think he's moved since, but I, uh, it's saying uh, this was from Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, okay. Um, produced, engineered, and mixed by Larry Elia at Mind's Eye Digital. Interesting. Um, so, Intrinsic... Uh, is rapping about the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> so, here's the thing. This song is called The Calvary. Yes. Now, Calvary, just Calvary, is mm. the name of the place where Jesus was crucified. Oh. The ca- what people mispronounce a lot would be, like, the cavalry. Yes. Which is horsies. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit out my fucking video. <laughs> Him putting the in front of it kind of kind of had me a little bit confused, edging towards him talking about horsies uh, and not the Jesus part. But then he still it feels like he's floating in between them, like like he's talking about. The cavalry of Calvaries. Like, it's just a bunch of horses pulling carts with the hill that Jesus was crucified on. Because they need more crucified Jesuses to back them up or something. Uh, it's a pretty rad track, you know? It is a pretty rad it's track. It's got some good style to it. It's It's got a very nostalgic feel, in a way. Like... Like this is something that I would have would have heard in a certain era growing up, and yet it still is like pretty unique in ways. Um, it's got some good build to it. It ends pretty fucking strong. I like that. There's a lot of cool guitar shit going on. Oh yeah, and the the guitars were done by I believe that same producer. Uh, yeah, Larry Elia. Good job, Larry. Um, that chorus comes out of fucking nowhere too. Hmm. Like this entire track is. Like, it's 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 a hip hop sounding track laced with some guitars, and then the fucking chorus is like a fucking metal chorus. Um, so intrinsic is actually a fairly big name within the underground these days. Um, he'd been making music for it looks like his first album was in two thousand and four. Um, doing just solo stuff, but also um within a group called Fall Guy, which does a lot of the um, kind of new metal-ish type stuff. Mm. Um, however, what's uh, what's notable for him is he is the producer of the Underground Hustlin' uh, mixtape series, which has been going on since 2008. Underground Hustlin' is basically, honestly, kind of similar to this, where a lot of underground uh, artists submit tracks um for these and the compilations get put out like every couple months it's almost like now that's what i call music but for the underground i actually have quite a few of these Mm -hmm. um i've gotten some because some psychopathic and mne artists have been on them um there are how many right now the most recent one i think was 70 74 might have been the newest one um and yeah, like some of these, a lot of it is like, okay, these are most of these are like whatever tracks, but you get some fucking like 
hidden gems on these um on these uh, on these compilations so they're kind of cool um so something that al that also I should have acknowledged with class is class as as you said earlier was in Underground Avengers who at one point did were were technically kind of signed to Magic Ninja huh. um so he has been part of something that released an album on Magic Ninja as well as Psychopathic uh Intrinsic also released an album um as part of Magic Ninja uh, back in 2021. So also beyond been on both psychopathic and, uh, magic ninja projects. So, well, that's pretty cool. Um, this fucking track rips. I love this goddamn track mm -hmm. and it's probably the one I've listened to more than any of the other ones on here. <laughs> so, um, mustard, you done fucked up. Cuh. By not putting the lyrics for this song on Genius. Whoops. Mustard, Mustard, I still love you. Just, I'm just disappointed. Mustard, you do you. No, 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 no. Don't you, don't, don't try and, don't try and, and take this away. Uh-uh. Mustard, live your Mustard, life. Mustard, I, hey. Get the fuck out of here. Next track. That's not how the song goes. This is track four. Jay Reno, Snap Music. Windsor, Ontario. Ooh. Uh, this was uh, sorry produced uh, by Jay Reno. Nice. And you know what? This beat's fucking awesome. Mike. I legitimately love this track. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. I love this track. It's a sick love beat. This track. Sick hook. Sick flows, man. Yes. 10 out of 10, his, no His notes. voice is also fucking cool <laughs> as mm -hmm, hell. Mm-hmm. I love this. This 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 track fucking rules. <laughs> Straight up. There we go. That's it. <laughs> um, I only know of like I think I've only heard Jay Reno on a couple other tracks. He actually just released a, uh, a cipher like two, not even two months ago or something that has a lot of people like in the underground, like super famous fun time guys was on there. Um, v Sinister is on it, like a bunch of people, and I just thought that was super cool. Um, however, I did just look and Jay Reno, whose full name is Jay Reno the Sadist, 
Um, I just looked at his Bandcamp, and on August 19th, 2018, he released a track called Snap Music 2. Oh, shit. And I'm very curious how that sounds. I may have to check that out after we're done recording. Hmm. Will lightning um, strike twice? Uh, you know what? I, I hope it does, because, man, this this track, it's, it's so funny, because I hadn't listened to the song in a long time, and I feel like... I wasn't anticipating much, but I really fucking like this one. The beat is incredible. Jay he, Reno came along and made murder fun. He, you know what? When you're right, you're right. But yeah, this track fucking rips. It's really cool. Um, I I like to think that a lot of the people, um, when they submitted their tracks, they were like, yo, this is going to be like this is the the song that I'm most proud of to put out on a psychopathic records compilation. I would like to think of that for like some of these tracks. Yeah. So you got anything else on Snap Music aside from the fact that it's really fucking good? 10 out of 10, no notes. I got nothing, man. Uh, it's it's good. It's really fucking good. There's a lot of good lines on it. I love that hook. It's clean. All right. Well, sorry to we're not spending more time on you, Jay Reno, but that's actually probably a good thing because your track is fucking good. Yeah, yeah. You know, straight <laughs> up. Shout out Jay Reno. Come on the show, uh, chat with us <laughs> exclusively about your song "Snap Music" from Tunnel Runners. Uh, I'd like to hear whatever about this. Like, just just any stories you got, uh, and actually do it right now, uh, so we don't have to move on to the next track so soon. So you remember what I was saying about how I really would think that people would submit their best stuff? Uh-huh. Track five, Jason's back. It's the newest savior, street cat with putrid nature. So youth make sure, that's why I bring the nation euthanasia. I lurk in a place with a smirk on my face, working a fade in a murderous rage with a circular blade. Strap your corpse to a Cadillac rooftop and dump you in the mud like it's a tribute to Woodstock. Got a death wish, a they call me Chuck Brons. I murder blondes and dirty johns at truck stops. The cannibal race, stab in your face. Leave your body in an alley full of maggots and waste. Your faggots get blazed. You can't fathom this record, so stay tuned. I'll be back right after this message. Jason is back. I'll snuff you in a porno film. Jason is back. I'll suffer through a torture kill. Jason is back. I'll put you through a slaughter mill. Jason is back. So follow me to Porterville. Jason is back. I'll snuff you in a porno film. Jason Mike. Is back. Uh, yes, Meef. You, uh, you know, I you know, we have our cameras up and all this stuff and no one else can see it, but right. I do. Yeah. And I feel like for tracks one through four, you know, you kind of, kind of grooving a bit to them. Yeah. But during this one, you seemed pensive as though you were really letting the, the, the meaning and the, you know, the full weight of Jason Porter's words soak in and really wash over you. Like you were so overwhelmed with emotion that you couldn't really even mouth along to them. I love your interpretation. Uh-huh. I love the fact that I can honestly say you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> First off, Jason Porter, um, who has followed and unfollowed followed and unfollowed me on twitter 
<laughs> more than once. Wow. I don't know why. Um, uh, first off, this uh, track, written, performed, produced, and engineered by Jason Porter. Hmm. So, okay, I'll give you credit there. Um, Jason Porter sounds like Intrinsic. So I'm sorry, I already heard the Intrinsic track. So if I want to hear somebody that sounds like Intrinsic, I'll go ahead and listen to the Calvary again. <laughs> this track is uninspired. <laughs> I'm sorry, it is just... It's boring. Um, and the chorus is not... It's, it's not snow. <laughs> It's just a no. Sorry. Jason is back, and he can go away again. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very bad book. Very generic juggalo rap guy. It's just fucking nothing. It's yeah. It's terrible. Uh, like that's this is the thing because there's there are so many artists that were you know not signed to psychopathic they were making waves in the underground and i'm thinking to myself now like knowing who some of these artists were now and the one and thinking of artists who aren't on this compilation who easily could have been like could have taken spots and maybe that's maybe that's rude i don't know is jason porter going to listen to this and and call me out for saying it i don't know i'm sorry that i don't like your song that's on tunnel runners like i just I don't think that this song is that great. It's is it my least favorite? No, it's not. This song but, is is why F Ducks is for Myers over Jason. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, this track. It's it's just it's mid. It's mid. I don't think it's that high. <laughs> oh, you were even. I was even being nice. Apparently, wow. Why? <laughs> I. You know, I was trying. I. I don't like just absolutely wrecking shit. That's not what I'm here to do on this podcast. That's your bit, honestly. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I try not to burn the bridges because I'm within the community. But you know, why do you care? He's followed and unfollowed you enough already. <laughs> it's okay it's okay anyway let's move on let's move on track six kid crusher with fucked up From the underground, I'm from the bottom of the world, and I'm calling out the sewer. Ripping at your motherfucking insides with this horrorcore madness. What the wicked shit? I'm about to drop it in hockey. What every motherfucker that I see, right? I've got nothing and no one in my life that gives a fuck. And when I get there, somebody's there trying to fuck it up. And then I fuck you up. And then you fuck me up. There is no point in nothing but to fuck each other up. Everybody's fine. 
to mention on the last track jason porter is out of detroit oh okay been trying to keep that you know let everybody know uh kit crusher glad he didn't have to travel too far for that kit crusher from australia oh shit hey uh real quick remember whenever i was like everybody on this compilation is performed by uh, at the gathering yeah well call me eddie guerrero because i lied oh jason porter hasn't i see I wouldn't let him either. <laughs> um, so Kid Crusher was actually slated to perform at the, I believe it was the 08 gathering, but literally like not, right after this, could not leave the country. He submitted this and then instantly had to be in Ohio or wherever the fuck <laughs> it was in Ohio. <laughs> um, like five days me- later. <laughs> Actually, the day after this released, he had to be there, basically. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, So he was actually, he was booked to perform at the gathering, but he was deported and banned upon arrival. The fuck? For for a previous conviction he had. For what? I don't know. Oh. I'm just, uh, sorry, that's just on Hatchetpedia. Oh, okay. That's that's all it shows me. Um, Well, that's pretty. What up? These are some of the drum machinist drums that I have ever heard in metal-esque music. This is, uh, oh, well, the instrumental was written, mixed, and performed by 13th Degree. I don't know if that's a band. I think it might be a band, actually. Uh, Well, here's the thing. Those are drum machine drums. <laughs> I, I know. It's very clear. Um, and not so, particularly good ones. Um, I, it was 2008, so I actually don't know what the uh, state of things was like back then. But mm-hmm. uh, nowadays, there's like a... And I, I feel like it's been around for a while. Uh, the standard in a lot of drum machine style things is there's a lot of... of humanization that can be applied to them which usually involves uh like slight offsetting so it's not like perfectly on beat but not so off beat that anybody would notice it's like a very subtle effect um and also changes in like the velocity of the hit so it doesn't sound like the same volume every time even though drummers do attempt to do that the small imperfections make your ears feel good about it. And if you hear the exact same sound in like a fill, if you're fucking rolling across toms and the sounds are exactly the same, you notice and it sounds terrible. And that's what you hear in yep. this. Yep. And the song is whatever. <laughs> yeah. The song is the, the song is is it's okay. Um one thing that I will note on this is this is one of the tracks that really hammers in the idea of tunnel runners. Like there's a couple of them where they, they flat out acknowledge like that these, that they are underground artists or whatever. They will say tunnel runners by name. Only a couple of the tracks on here really do. Um, there is an awesome sample towards the end 
from the movie Tremors. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's right. It's great. But the biggest thing that I want to bring up about Kid Crusher is not this song, but his conviction that for his... crushing kids that kept that him is... from making it to the that, Catherine. Mm, that is that is actually not it. It is the fact that his music was featured in a Law and Order episode. Oh my god. He was asked if um, his music could be featured in there. And he was like, sure, that sounds cool. Um, apparently, he wasn't given the full info as to why his music was being used. I could imagine why. <laughs> so, directly from Hatchipedia, he's also well known by his feature on the television show Law & Order as the Axis of Death, loosely based on the Farmville murders, which sparked controversy worldwide towards the horrorcore community as the killer Richard Samuel McCroskey was a fan of Kid Crusher in real life. So there is a part in the episode God. where they're looking up the music and like they turn the the computer and Kid Crusher's music is playing there. <laughs> like he was not told exactly what it was going to be about. I think he might have just been under the impression like his music was going to be playing in the background or something. But no, it's because, oh, we're going to literally take inspiration of a real thing that happened that's classic law and order man that's what they do yep like they yeah. it's all always just pulled from the headlines mm -hmm. uh, so yeah that was that was one of the ways that i like was aware of him was obviously <laughs> after hearing this and you know this wasn't the kind of music that i was listening to when i got this like i i still don't realize i wonder if like I wonder if anybody in, in the Discord would listen to this song. Like, if they didn't already listen to it. Yeah, I don't know. Would, would Eric check this out? <laughs> I feel like no. No. I, I mean, like... <laughs> but I'm kind of curious. You might listen to it once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, if, if, but no, if I don't we were see like, it. Eric, uh, let's do a live listen. I don't see it being a, a regular <laughs> return for him. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, just, but, I'm sorry, but since you mentioned Law & Order now, like, I kind of... I. <laughs> This would be such a great SVU thing just to have Ice T be like, yeah, I've heard of this called kid crushing. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids are doing it these days. <laughs> uh. But um but I apparently Kid Crusher's like big fucking name. Lots of people are huge fans of him, which is awesome for him. I mean, he's in Australia. And he's making a name for himself. I know that whenever ICP actually went to, I think they toured in Australia back in like 2013. I'm pretty sure that he was like on the tour with them, which is pretty oh, cool. Nice. So good for Kid Crusher. It's not really, it's not my music, but good for him. A lot of he's fans just killing not it. in border control. Yeah. <laughs> I also, wait one second. He, I'm looking at the picture that's on Hatchetpedia. And it shows him, you see his right arm, and he's holding, like, a spine and, like, a, 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 a decaying skull. Okay. But he has the word in script, tunnel. Oh, my God. On his arm. And I want to know if he has literally tunnel runners <laughs> tattooed on his arms. 
Um, also of note, sorry, he was also featured on the um, live stream of NetFest on your couch, which was the live oh. stream that like 14 hour live stream that MNE did back in 2020. Look at that. So that was a big deal, too. Um, yeah, I think that's I think it's about everything that uh, we can say about him. Yeah. But just some interesting stuff. There's like an outro to this track that I thought was a separate track that was like an interlude. Uh, yes, and that music was done by uh, was done by Kid Crusher. Oh, really? Okay. X outro instrumental written and produced by Kid Crusher. For whatever reason, I thought that it was just like a completely separate thing that was thrown on it. You know, similar to the intro thing, and it was just like a mid album weird thing. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, that's that's it. That's Kid Crusher. That's that's the song. It's it's fine. Good good job having fans. <laughs> I'm glad you recovered wow. from this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's fine. <laughs> I think this song is the, but yeah, it's, good job. It's, Congratulations yeah, it's on all not, the other stuff. I hope whatever you did that's keeping you out of the country wasn't really that bad. <laughs> yeah, I. Oof. I don't think I can find it on here. It's not really. Yeah, it's public me. record somewhere. I'm sure. Anyway. Oh, I'm sure, but I, I'm not looking for it. Track seven. King Gordy with Tyler Durden. Yo, yo, I'm a fucking savage animal. You're gonna absolutely have to shoot me. Cuff that bitch booty cheeks and blow half a coochie. I'm that man in that movie that's plastic cannons and oozies. You're panicking the rap there. They catch a mule seat. They go help us to do me. But fuck that, I'm packing a toolie. Gotta have your ass in a casket that's cruising down to your brain site. Your mind is acting a fool. She's losing it. Boo hooing and shit. She actually moves me. Thought she loved you, but on the back of your tomb, well, fuck you. She assumed you battling me. You had to be doomed. See your family booze me mad at a dude. Cause we shut up the funeral card that your family's usually in. We'll pick them off, yeah, then we'll rip them off. We took some bags and some jewelry. I'm grabbing this Gucci frames right off of his dead face. Action is two teeth. They were gold. They were so heck cash for two weeks. Like spit it in one night on hash and two freaks. Your mama and baby mama was glad to do me. Off the track is some loose leaves, some yak and blue weed. I'm shattering loose teeth from rapping them too sweet. I batter up this dude. Speedy staggering his two feet. Ain't balancing soon. You'll see the canvas and truly. I'm the baddest thing. What happens when assassins are moody? They call us happy when actions are cool. Gordy, who, if I remember correctly, is also outside of Detroit. Hmm. Um, I should have checked that beforehand, but I am almost certain that he is. King Gordy definitely um, sounds like a person who would insist that everybody should watch Fight Club, but also doesn't get Fight Club. <laughs> I, um... I don't understand. What do you mean about getting Fight Club? They don't get that it's a mediocre movie. <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> Gonna need you to take a moment. No thanks. I have watched it twice, Shit. and both times I was ambivalent at best. 
But maybe you should take the Fred Durst approach. Nope. And seen the Fight Club about 28 times. Fred Durst is precisely the kind of person who would watch Fight Club 28 times. And that is all the more reason to leave that one on the shelf for good. <laughs> Tyler Durden, produced by... Coney Ross or Connie Ross? K-O-N-E-E Ross. Hmm. Anyways, he, King Gordy, has said <laughs> he doesn't know who the fuck the engineer was, but dear God, did they suck at mixing this fucking song. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> holy shit, is it bad. It's so bad. He, I, from what I... I if I remember correctly, he did not hear the final track before it was submitted. Like, he did his vocals, but that was it. He did not hear the final track before it got submitted to Hatchet House. It's so bad. Huh. The the mixing is so fucking terrible. Because you can barely understand what the fuck he's saying. I don't know. It's, like... I don't know. The track itself was just kind of... I, I wasn't really interested, so... <laughs> like... I mean, it's not a great track. I'm not no. saying that. It's just... I, I saw the I title of Tyler of... Durden, and I was just like, well, no, my brain's care. about to shut off here. <laughs> I just I just fixed a, a genius part on I, it. <laughs> I lived through the era of people who being like, I'm like Tyler Durden. I'm so cool. <laughs> I don't need it. I do not need another fucking day of that in my life. <laughs> God. Um. There's no point to this song. <laughs> this is literally I. Gordy. Gordy is somebody that I've never gone out of my way to really listen to. I have one of his albums. Um, he had an album drop in I think 2003 that was mostly produced by Eminem. And that was my main reason for wanting to get it, because I like Eminem's production. Yeah, um, yeah he released an album called The Entity in, in 03, which had a lot of production by Eminem. The M. Um, um, but as we know from prior experience, uh, we know that he has done stuff with Bizarre. Um, he was, ended up being like Bizarre's hype man for a minute, and then they ended up doing a duo group together. Uh, called Lars, Last American Rock Stars, which signed to Magic Ninja Entertainment oh, in 2017, I think? Please that sounds right. Tell me that they did not release an album before getting kicked off the label. They released a mixtape and an album. <sighs> Life sucks. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they also did a collaboration with Boondocks. Oh boy! They, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that'd be your worst. That would be your literal. Like that'd be the breaking point for you. Um, this is already pretty bad. The fact that I know that someday I have to listen to an entire album with fucking bizarre on it. <laughs> It's not it's not that bad. For my sake. 
It's not that bad. Uh, you know, I already know it is. <laughs> no, because it's, I'll be honest, it's not the stereotypical bizarre that we've heard on the songs we've heard him on so far. It is different. Mostly. Mike, but anyways, this I can't song trust sucks. your word on anything, so... You, you know, that hurts me. I've known you for like 20 uh, years. Sorry, okay. Uh, and let me try again. <clears throat> wow, Mike, I'm so excited for the different kind of garbage that Bazaar has in store for me on this album. See? Glass half full. <laughs> anyway. Soup, soup bowl half full. <laughs> Well, it's empty now. I finished my soup. Well, god damn it, you depressive fuck. <laughs> it was good soup, though. Anyways, this track fucking sucks. It could have been passable if they mixed it better, because the beat is okay. I just wish that it didn't overpower all the fucking words. Here's a helpful um, tip. I mean, that's probably the best part of it, honestly. Here's a helpful tip <laughs> for, for everybody out there, and I know, I know... That there is probably a large number of juggalos who need to hear this. Tyler Durden is not the guy you want to be. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't understand. Moving on to track eight, we have Loki with neck cutters. This is for my neck cutters, for them dead lovers, for the motherfuckers stuck in the ghetto gutters, for them killers laying weed out the trailer park, for them killers that'll creep out when it's dark. Juggalo love, we got a new goal. Just stand behind me if you wanna roll. For my lost boys, for my set rappers, we some tunnel running motherfucking chin checkers. Cause we the new breed, we bring an innovation. Crawling out with an LP from the basement, from the alleyways, and from the sewer drains. And all we wanna do is see into your fucking brain. Mission effective, BS, why you all die when these underground worlds collide. So get high and hit this, pass it with the quickness. Infect your set with the wickedest sickness. Like, cut your neck to this, break your neck like a motherfucking exorcist. In this bitch, take a trip with us into the ground beneath and put the shit on ball so we can pound the streets. I said, cut your neck to this, break your neck like a motherfucking exorcist. In this bitch, take a trip with us. This guy, Loki. Loki, who, um, uh, I believe he's actually from Philadelphia. Oh. Um, but he has moved a lot. Um, this was recorded in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. But uh, this was uh, written and performed by Loki. Also mixed and engineered by Loki, but produced by Pro Bangas. Interesting. Yeah. Loki. And listening Low key. to this track. Yes. I I I think it's in like the second verse or something like that where he really goes into it. But I was listening to this and I was like, this is like a fucking juggalo love letter to psychopathic. Very much so. Like yep. this guy, it sounds like they were they they found this guy and it's just like he's like the biggest fucking psychopathic records fan. And he was like, I'm gonna write the I'm gonna write a big old big old fan song to send into this. And they're gonna hear it and they're gonna be like, Wow, do you really like our stuff? Uh, how about you come like you know, 
be on our label and stuff. And he was going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking excited. And then <laughs> AMB just cut the line, man. And Boondocks cut it <laughs> no. even harder. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so Loki, um, who at this point had oh my, how many uh how many solo records did he have at this point? Let's see, his first solo record was actually in 2006. Um he had some solo EPs the year prior, so he'd only been actively releasing music for like three years at this point. Um and a lot of the early-ish stuff, to my knowledge, wasn't really, like, horrorcore. Neither um, is this. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it isn't. It's just underground rap. But, low-key, fairly big name within the underground these days. Um, he is definitely, he is, he is a mask wearer. Oh. He gets, he has these latex masks. I actually have a couple of them. Um, you know, one or two or twelve or 30. Four. Thank you. But um, I don't really wear those ones that often because uh, the ones that I had, they were from like a prior mask maker and a little bit inconsistent. So some of them are kind of painful on my face. Yeah, Loki, your mask sucks. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, he got – no, shut the fuck up because he, he has a new um, – he has a new mask maker that apparently they're much better quality now. I just haven't gotten any of them yet. But that aside – Loki's a big deal because he he raps, he produces, he um, he also uh, helps make music videos for people. Oh. He's done music videos for AXE, for Super Famous Fun Time Guys, for Joker. That's a shame. Um, <laughs> um, however, one thing that I do want to um, point out is, well, first off, this track is is my opinion great it does not overstay its welcome it's not even three minutes long no it's it's a solid track for the time sorry um but he mentions mission infect mission infect is also mentioned on at least like two other tracks on here class oh. mentioned it towards the beginning of his track as well mission infect was Consider the NWO, but in underground rap. It was basically a big conglomeration of underground rappers all doing their own thing or signed to different labels. But, hey, we're a big, we're, we're our own thing. Like, we are a thing. We are a big group. Like, against um, the I, underground. They were a counterculture movement. They were going to take over the underground. Um, I talked to uh, I talked to Robbie about this actually because I know he knows so much about this shit. Um, because Loki even mentions some of the other people who are involved in it towards the end, and I guess Mission Effect kind of like it was a thing, like it had a logo, it had a name, but nothing really like came of it early, like in the early stages. And then, like, nothing was said. And then in, like, 2017, everybody just fucking showed up. And there were, like, three albums dropped, like, instantly or some shit like that. Well, that was, like, <laughs> Which I think is really cool. Yeah. At, at, at the Gathering of the Juggalos, um, 
you know, Shaggy was was out on stage, and Jay came out and attacked him, and he pulled his shirt off, <laughs> and he had a mission infect one on under it. And it was a, it was a whole fucking thing. Everyone was fucking shocked. God, that was that was that was the time, man. <laughs> and and then later on Shaggy joined but his mission in fact logo was red and just yeah, you know it yeah. didn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I asked Robbie I was like who was all in mission in fact? Cuz like at least four people or so on this compilation mentioned it and he's like Loki is the only official member who was on this compilation. I'm like, oh, and I literally said to him, oh, so it was basically like the NWO. He's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> like, people may have claimed it, but, like, I don't even know if some of these other people were even featured on a song. And they were, they were so, kind of they're kind of just trying to name drop it in the hopes that they'd get the call. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's like, you know, somebody nowadays who just randomly shouts out Juggalo in their song. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, maybe ICP will sign me. Just like Loki. They, <laughs> shut up. Come on. They're, they're allowed to in here He's because it's a fanboying so for... hard in here. <laughs> like, hey guys, Piggy Pie, remember that song? That's your song. I, I said it. <laughs> yeah, but he actually, like, it works in the song. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anything else on this? <laughs> Even the title "Neck Cut" is. I don't. I know. Well, you know, when you know your demographic, <laughs> you know. No, I like this track a lot. I think it's cool, and low key makes dope music. Um, I mean, he wrote he this track within... specifically for you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is, this he, um, is for you. You're the Juggalos. I, I am the Juggalos. I am multiple. You're all of them. I'm, That's I, it. I, I, am, I am three Juggalos standing on top of each other's shoulders wearing a trench coat. Uh. They're very short. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, let's move on to track nine, Mars, They Watching Me. It's Mars and Mike Beasley. Man, I'm paranoid. Can't eat, won't sleep. Tripping because the whole world out there getting me. Everywhere I look, they fight and sing and stare. And inside my head, I'm just screaming. Maybe they cops, maybe they not. But somebody up in this bitch will get shot. If I gotta pull my shit, start murdering. So, Mars, not to be confused with Mars from Dark Lotus, Mars. That one has a Z. That one has a Z. The fact that there are people who didn't realize that is very, very interesting. Well, this Mars, uh, what's up with him voice? Is that him voice? Is that, that, that does he is, talk like that? That is him voice. Interesting. 
Because apparently, that's how they talk in Pittsburgh. Oh my god. Pittsburgh, California. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> um, yeah, this was... Uh, he is from, from Pittsburgh, California. Apparently there's a Pittsburgh, but with no H yes. in it. That is correct. Um, and uh, produced by Mr. Laid. Because if he was from our Pittsburgh, we would have seen him opening along with Chronic Zombie before <laughs> ICP. Oh, I would have hated it even more. Anyways. So, Mars, um, big deal about him. Um, he, I believe he still runs... Um, Mad Insanity Records. I think that was his label that he started. Um, he raps with a... Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, the mask thing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he, he wears those. Um, wow. He, yeah, I know. It's so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, this is another track where the mixing is kind of weird. Is it? Um, a little bit. It's it's weird during the verses. During the chorus, it's just fine, um, which is okay. I don't mind the chorus. I think the chorus is actually kind of cool. Um, I do have a problem with how they structured it, though. These verses are very short, and you don't have to have so many split verses and so many choruses. They could have easily put... They could have jumbled some of these verses together... And it would have been just fine. <laughs> I want to make this known. I don't dislike this song. I actually like it. But. Mars was still kind of a bitch for blocking me. <laughs> so, Mike. Yeah. We have both heard this song. Yes, Like a we thousand have. times before. By other yeah. psychopathic artists. We have? Yes, this song has been done Na a thousand times. Name one time. Every other song that Psychopathic Records has ever released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this one's not you a particular that birds and bees by twisted. This one's not a particularly interesting take on the concept. No, not. It's, it's not really. I mean, there's not really much to do with it. Like, once one person has done the, I'm paranoid and think everyone's against me, so I kill them. Not much further to go from there. Uh, but I feel like other people have still managed to do it better. And then he came along to be like, well, I can also do it. In a kind of yeah. mediocre way. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, hey, I didn't say that this was like an incredible song. No. I do think the beat's cool. Yeah, it's all right. And I do think the chorus is cool. The hook's all right. I. The song overall I mean, is. Eh. It is. Mid. Um, I can probably go with mid for this. Yeah. It's mid. Um. It's not terrible, like I said, and I don't even I don't dislike the song. I I do listen to this one, um, without any real issue. It's just, yeah, we we've heard this. Yep, we've heard this. We just we've just heard it with different beats a lot of times. <laughs> so it's it's a song that we heard. Yep. So moving on, moving on. Track ten, Masterminds side of the line. 
business is good Nowadays people don't listen like they should 9-11 happened but they quick to forget it Hold the force is the main objective Recruit troops, put them in boots Find the enemy and send the nukes Let it be known, wars and But Send the message, teach these bitches a lesson Burning bodies, leave the normal numb Describing sight, you can't speak through tongue People ask me, what have you done? I love this life, this life I love the side, what side will I? You stand on when the bombs are fired I am legitimately trying to find something here. Okay. I was trying to find where Masterminds is based out of. Ah. Oh. This looks correct. Uh, it looks like they are from Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, this is like no production or anything on like that. Really so. interesting. Yeah. This is like a juggalo version of like a post 9-11 country song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In your opinion, mm -hmm. if this had been released 10 years prior, we could say in the thick of it. Would this have made it on the radio? No. Okay. <laughs> Still wouldn't be good. Because <laughs> this is straight up new metal. Like, I don't know who it, who the closest like comparison would be. I have no idea. It's it's not it's not Limp Biscuit level, it's not Lincoln Park level. No. I don't know. But I, I just it's it's very new metal. I feel like it could have been on the radio if it was released ten ten years prior. Nine years prior, eight years prior. Two thousand. This would have been all I, over the shit. I mean, yeah, the radio's not immune to playing bad music, so I mean, I know. <laughs> why i'm saying this yeah. no <laughs> it's it's fine um i don't have anything particular for this one just because it's it's very weird to hear this song like it's not that we've never heard rock stuff from psychopathic but the tracks that are heavily rock influenced like this and the kid crusher track they feel so out of place it, like in my opinion, they shouldn't. But the cavalry was do. fucking good, right? And but it fit. We only, but that's because it only is like slightly laced up during the hook or during the verses, and then the chorus the it fucking, fucking goes nuts. It. Because and the thing is, like that sounds like it could have been like freak show twisted. Like we we've had that, but the tracks that are just this is all rock or whatever or and trying to be heavy they feel weird on here like i i don't know and the like everybody on here except for kid crusher that have performed at the gathering so i'm sure that they had people there and enjoying it not saying that they shouldn't have people who enjoy it it just feels weird on this compilation where nearly everything we've heard so far has just been hip-hop i don't know it doesn't 
it doesn't feel out of place so much as it's just bad, in in my opinion. That's about it. <laughs> that's, that's all I really got. Like this, it's just not good. Like that. That's that's all I really got. So I mean, like, I don't. I don't even think it's bad. It doesn't, I just... doesn't feel really all that out of place to me. It just feels like it's just a bad song on this compilation. <laughs> it doesn't. It's bad. That's why it doesn't feel out of place. Eh. That's basically what you said. I mean, that's said. not what I said, but you it's can interpret basically it that what way. you said. No. That is basically what you said. You cannot fucking listen. You're just bad at listening. I'm not bad at listening. You're so bad I at heard listening, what you said. <laughs> that is, you know, it hurts my feelings. Well, maybe, maybe the artist for track 11 can make me feel better. Ah, play as Maybe. Lounge Crew with PLF and C. No, no, This is correct. It's just showing where it was recorded. Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, oh, mixed by Marinus. Yeah. And Caesar, engineered by PLC. So, this is that. This is that group. So, this is the group that allegedly so many people at the 2005 gathering of the Juggalos. Expected to win mm-hmm. the contest that AMB successfully politicked, grinded, and won. Uh-huh. And three years later, we get their retaliation with the song PLF and C. This is the mm-hmm. consolation prize. This is what we get. Well, no, because apparently the consolation prize was like an actual fucking spot on the label. This, this is not a consolation, but this is second place. That's, yeah, second place. Okay. So, um, first place was a single album release 
Second place was one song on a compilation years later. And like knocked out of first round. Yeah, like last place is a spot on the label. So remember how I was like, yo, um, I expect like everybody to like bring their fucking A game with these tracks. PLC ain't do that. If this is the group that y'all wanted to win the contest for a full length album release on Psychopathic, um, I think you're dumb. Hmm. They got some pretty good lines on here. Um, I think Baseball Bat Signal was a pretty good. That was was good. I like that. I think that PLC would have had some interesting twisted collabs. And uh, maybe a less Sammy collabs than AMB ended up having. <laughs> you did not just fucking say that. Oh my god. Anyway. So you're telling me that if PLC would have won, there'd be no Magic Ninja Entertainment. <laughs> No, no, I just, I, I, I'm wrong. It's not there wouldn't be Magic Ninja Entertainment. We would still have Dark Lotus. Yeah. That's what you're saying. That's it, man. You actually need to shut the fuck up right now. Uh, I hate you so fucking much. So uh, I think the song's all right, actually. It's not bad. Uh, that's, that's really I'm, it. I'm glad we can disagree, because I just, I don't care for this. I, I think it's so fucking boring. I, I think in the in the realm of stunting, they, they got a little bit of that, and like I said, I think that they're, I think that they could have dropped a pretty interesting Twisted Collab track or five. And it would have been something. I don't know. I think that if this is what they brought to the table, I'm glad that AMB won. Hmm. I like what AMB brought to the table so far, so I mean, it worked out well. Well, you know, I hear that we have a good one coming up. I hope that people are right about that. And I mean, everybody has lied to me thus far, so. <sighs> no one has ever lied to you regarding anything with this podcast. Everyone has. That's a lie. But let's move on to track 12. Psycho Jesus with Portrait of American Horror. I, uh, I asked the devil to him. Take control of this life in some shape or form. I surrendered myself to this thing in hopes that through my warped thinking, he would accept it. I am the thing that goes bump in the night. I am the thing that goes Callous, unbalanced, can 
alchemical levels I resemble the devils Born forth in the human form The youth are warned to stay indoors When the moon is on Cause I deform and transform on my own device A poltergeist in the night Inciting public rise I am the beast that's released Amongst the colonized And with the sight of demise All through these calories Psycho Jesus uh, out of Clearwater, Florida. Uh, this was produced by, oh, the same person who produced, uh, where was that at? Oh, the same person who produced uh, the class track hmm. uh, of Plan Nothing Productions. It's an all right beat. And it's all right. And we got Psycho Jesus bringing us some. Standard try hard horror core. Yeah. Uh, he does bring us uh, the pronunciation bezel bub, which is amusing to me. <laughs> I did hear that. I did hear that. It is. It is. And that's humorous. about all that's notable on this track for me. Go ahead. Yeah, this this track is. It exists. Um, we don't need the hook so many fucking times. Um like the verses are short as fuck. Um it's unnecessary. Um and the the chorus is just it just keeps fucking going. Yeah. I don't need it that much. Also this track is long. It is. It's four and a half minutes. It sure is. It is literally tied with the Kid Crusher track as the longest track on here. But at least the Kid Crusher track has something to differentiate itself by having a slightly different ending. Well, yeah, it has an outro. That's a yeah. completely separate thing. Right, but I'm saying at least yeah. it gives me that much. Yeah. This track is just it's so the placement of this was so fucking bad. It's not good. Having this towards the end of the album is just not good. Having this on the album was just a bad idea. Yeah, I mean you know, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna do it to him, well, yeah, but you know, cuz you just you don't have the strength inside. I don't. Just <sighs> some just just a weak little babu. But for real, uh this track is not great. Um and I wish it wasn't on here. Which means we can um, move on. <laughs> we can. And this is the final track That's of the it. album, my dude. Lucky number 13. Q Strange. Bop. If you hearing what I'm spitting, then you digging in the darkness. The gothic hardship, motherfucker, the pop charts, bitch. The conscience of the masses can't handle the masters of wicked shit. Cause we the underground bastards of hip hop. Like rip locks, deep sick parts, and zip locks. And kids punching each other when this brutal march bit starts. We taking out the mainstream, each and every artist. I'm on a murder spree to kill them all, yo, regardless. All these simple cats snapping their fingers, leaning back. I'ma snap their fucking necks as we step over their backs. Hey, look, what? I really got Acorn on a hook, literally. In my basement, get it hanging on a hook Swangin' and dangling on a chain, cut it half I put tea in pain when his brain got splattered Hit Justin with a timber, dumped his ass in a lake And I ain't done, it's just begun The underground is at stake It might blow up, but it won't go It might blow up, but it won't go We might blow up, but we will never go All 
right. I should have been looking this up while I was listening to that, but man, that track had me so hype. Captivated. That I, that I couldn't, couldn't look it up. Q Strange coming out of Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, wow. Uh, this was written and performed by Q Strange and co-produced by 40 Ounce and Q Strange. Uh, let's see. A lot of good oh, references yeah, to contemporary hip hop and pop in there. He's, he goes through a shit ton of them. Yes. It reminds me of like on Eminem's first like four albums. The first single that he would have is basically just like, I'm going to name drop everybody who's in popular music at this time or pop culture and rag on them. That's basically what it was, except this was a lot more violent. Yeah. <laughs> and with some bad guitar intonation. It really pops oh, out at the man. end of it. Like, the intonation is really fucking bad. It's good. I like the line that it's playing and all that stuff. It's just... Yeah. The intonation on it is just... Yeah, it's... it's but, uh... It's yeah, there's there's also a line in here that reminded me of a, uh, a celebrity deathmatch episode, actually. Um between David Hasselhoff and some other guy who I do not do not remember who the fuck it was. Um, but the important part of it was David Hasselhoff won because uh, it, was, it was in the uh, Knight Rider era of things. So Kit like falls okay. down on the guy out of nowhere at the end. That's how he wins. Uh, that's, how, that's how David Hasselhoff wins with his face ripped off because earlier in the, the fight, the guy actually shoves an umbrella into his mouth and opens it. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. And David Hasselhoff like pulls it himself and like rips his face off and fights the rest of the time without his face. Oh. And uh that's that's a line in here. Oh. Rihanna, umbrella. Yeah. Uh that was John Tesh, by the way. John Tesh, okay, thank you. I don't know who the um, fuck that like I know the name, but I don't I, know who that I is. I don't either. I have no clue. Um Yeah. This uh he he starts it up towards the end of his first verse. Uh, second verse is literally just going off on a bunch of, uh, of rappers. And then the third verse is all on women and music. <sighs> Horrorcore the, artists I, don't resort to rape challenge. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, I... They're they're all bad, and yet some of the lines are really fucking good. Uh, <laughs> like I, yeah, I know it's wrong. I mean, there's good material in here. Yeah, but it's just like Jesus Christ, like. And, yeah. you know, I know that this has been talked about before, that people, I guess, find it silly or whatever, that that's an issue that we have in not, like, all of the murder and stuff. But, like, again, one of these things is, like, not quite so prevalent a fear that people, like, sure, people don't want to die, obviously. Yeah. But... The other thing is something that you're talking about that, honestly, chances are already happened to the people that you're talking about. That's just the fucking statistics, baby. And they suck. Yeah. It's 
like we God, we've mentioned it so many fucking times with horrorcore. And I know that in the like I've I've just had to I hate to say it, but like get used to hearing it mm-hmm. in here. And it's not like I don't approve of it, but it's like this is just music that for some reason my ears, my my ear holes in my brain are like wow, this music is pleasurable to me. I like it. And then I hear lines like this and I'm like, fucking, why'd you have to do this? Like, it is definitely, it makes it difficult to hear. And this was in 08 where I didn't even fucking think about it back then. 14 years later, I'm like, this is, there is cringe to this. Because I'll say this, Q Strange, a lot of fucking people like Q Strange. Hmm. He is a, like a lot of people consider him to be an underground legend yeah with what he does i've never listened to any of his other solo music i think that this song is is good yeah but like i've never checked his stuff out but like so many people give him a lot of credit especially for being unsigned he is actually the person who there were rumors that he was signed to hatchet house uh. um from what i said in the beginning no, i mean like i can I can definitely see why people would be into this. And like I said, I think there's good stuff in this song. I think it's overall a really good song. Uh, mm. That's just a certain aspect of this music that I'm fucking sick of. <laughs> it's, it just really sucks. Like, it really sucks, y'all. You know that? It really fucking sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, I, I definitely understand all of that stuff, and like, yeah, very clearly a talented rapper. Like mm. that's that's not in question here. But it's really just, can we, can we make horrorcore without having rape come up as a topic? <laughs> as just your go-to, like, like the first thing you come up with. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Aside from that, I. I really do enjoy this song and that's that's just rough because yeah. I, I forgot about that line until I listened to it doing these listens. That, you mean all of the lines, the, like most I mean, of the third verse. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's 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 Tunnel Runners. That's Tunnel, Tunnel Snakes Runners. Rule, man. T- I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to know. Okay. Thank you for keeping me out of the reference, bitch. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's okay, everybody. We love each other. Anyways, that's Tunnel Runners. Yeah. Shmeef, what are your overall thoughts on this 2008 compilation? Mike, before I listened to this album, I put out a plea into the Discord. And I said, please. Tell me, I'm going to listen to, I'm, I'm, I'm about to do a listen to Tunnel Runners, and I need somebody to tell me that this is a good album. <laughs> and what did Jiggle say? I got a response from several people basically saying, no. I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> and really the only consolation that I had going into this album was, there's no boondocks. I don't have to worry about that. so i went into this and i was fucking surprised because i don't get why people seem to be so 
opposed to this album, not just like kind of lukewarm on it. I can understand lukewarm on this album, but people seem like like mentioning this is just like a oof. Well, that this is pretty okay as a compilation of underground artists from around that time. Yeah, it's a pretty good fucking mix. You got you got sounds from all over the place. You got a good mix of stuff on here and some really good tracks. I don't understand. But then again, as we have learned before, juggalos are wrong almost all the time. I'll say this. I think that one of the reasons why it's not looked at as fondly is because it's because of Jason Porter. It's probably because Jason Porter. No, I think it's because there was almost no build for this at all. There was not, this was not something that was like heavily promoted. Like I know that there was like a commercial for it on YouTube maybe. And like I said, there was the, the little ad in one of the prior albums, but it's not like ICP was like, yo, check out this fucking tunnel runners album like these are some of the hottest names in the underground like none of that no involvement from psychopathic artists at all i think it would have been cool if maybe it was kind of like say a psychopathic from outer space or something like that and each track is featuring maybe one of these artists you know it could have been a psychopathic records compilation that features these artists but i'm glad it wasn't well, but, but my reason is, <laughs> yeah. the reason I say that is because I think that's why a lot of people just don't give a shit about this. And it also seems like for many of these artists, at least based on what fans of these artists would say, is a lot of these songs don't seem like their best work. Hmm. There's tracks on here that I love. Do I think that they might necessarily be the best songs from the artists if, if I've listened to their stuff since? No. Like, I like the song Neck Cutters. Is it Loki's best song? Fuck no. <laughs> I was talking to Robbie about this. He's like, this track is terrible. And I said, but think about this. You're listening to Loki in 2022. Think about what Loki was making in 2008. He's like, okay, thinking of it that way, that's different. Like, Neck Cutters, I think, is a good song and probably a great song for Loki in 2008. Does it compare to his stuff from the last couple of years? No. <laughs> and that's And that's where the the you know musical growth happens yeah but i just think that again because this it almost i don't want to say this is like a cash grab album because i don't feel like psychopathic was quite doing that just yet but i don't think that this album just had the right kind of backing behind it for people to have a have it leave a good taste in their mouth yeah that's 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 my take on it well uh, you know, if, uh, if, if you're one of those people, uh, you know, just give it, give it another listen. Specifically, give a listen to these three songs. Uh, The Calvary, Pop, and most of all, fucking Snap Music, baby. And Skip Jason is back. Hey, Shmeev. Yeah. I think we're exactly the same. Nice. 
on all counts. Well, you would say and, probably snap music, then pop, then most importantly, the Calvary, <laughs> and then Skip Jason is back. It's it's sad because I do I really like neck cutters. I think if I had like a um like an honorable mention, neck cutters would be on there. Um but man, snap music just literally doing these the the three listens and doing it here. Man, I have like a newfound enjoyment of that out on that track. That shit that you can it's snap to. Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gonna die anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm actually incredibly happy that you like the Calvary so much. It's a good song. It's very I good. There's a lot of good shit in there. That track so I, much. I, like I said, there's there's a lot of cool guitar work in there. Wait, real it's quick, real quick, real quick. Go on. Are we taking Jason's back over Portrait of American Horror? Uh, probably. Both of them suck, but both of them are rough. Jason is back. The thing really is, sucks. It does, but it's also not as long as Portrait of American Horror. Yeah, but it's like immediately following <laughs> Snap music, and that's just a hell like of Jason's a fucking back, drop off. J- Jason's back is a minute and a half shorter. Yeah, but it really <laughs> sucks. <laughs> There's going to be the one person who enjoys Jason Porter's music that listens to our podcast. Oh, sorry, Jason Porter. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking say that now. <laughs> oh, God. We just need to stop this episode before I dig myself in a hole more. <laughs> Jason Porter, I don't dislike you as a person or anything like that. I just don't care for the song that you submitted for Tunnel Runners. That's all. I don't know you, but, but I probably wouldn't like you. <laughs> Uh, look on Mike's face. Oh my god! <laughs> that is that is. It's also why we don't put these episodes in in video format online anywhere. Um, that'd be that'd be bad. Well, also, because we Anyways, don't record video. That is true. We don't that record video, so it really would be. Anyways, with that out of the way, what do you think about Tunnel Runners? Yeah. What do you what think about what Jay Reno? What is your favorite track on here? Do you listen to any of the artists featured on here regularly? Which song would you remove? And give me a three-paragraph explanation as to why it is Jason is back. You can do that Mm -hmm. by hitting us up on our various social media platforms. Such as our Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Or our Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Or our Instagram. Juggalo Judgment. If you want to send us a really long fucking message, you could send it by email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. If you wanted to see some of these episodes in a video form, but with no actual video, you just wanted to see them on like a different platform that has a still image. And eventually we'll get more of them up whenever I get around to it and whenever Mike gets around to the ones that are pending, I think, that are still there. You can do that on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Juggalo Judgment. If, if you wanted to give us some money just because. Why would they do that? But also to have a few perks like giving us songs to listen to. Because we have slots open because some people just don't fucking submit them on time and I don't feel like reminding them anymore. 
uh, they'll hear this and they'll get around to like our fucking November one or something maybe when they listen to it. Um, Probably. But yeah, uh, you can we, we have things like that and also like little Q&A things, but we don't have any cues to A right now. We took care oh. of the lo- ones on the last one. Uh, but yeah. you can could, you could subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Juggalo Judgment. You can buy some fucking merch. You can't do that. Holy shit. One we piece of merch. merch store. Or, well, <laughs> one piece of merch in several forms. Yes. You can go to storefrontier.com slash Juggalo Judgment. You could purchase a shirt. You could purchase a face mask. No one's fucking wearing them anymore, but they're up there. You could purchase a hoodie. It's it's getting to a be cold out hoodie. there. Make a fucking hoodie, and it's got the Juggalo Judgment logo. And also, I am looking into getting some more designs. I'm going to be inquiring to somebody soon to see how much it would cost me to <laughs> get a design. And once I do, if it's reasonable, there will be more options for you. And I know for a fact that if and when I can get that one done, people will get it because the artist is fucking incredible um so yeah storefrontier.com slash juggalo judgment and if you're buying a shirt make sure you get a size up a friend of mine actually just uh bought one of the shirts oh yeah my friend my friend that i hung out with at uh, at the gathering nice. she she bought a shirt uh like two weeks ago and it just shipped a few days back Hell and i'm yeah. very happy so yeah do that if you would like to hit us up individually if you think oh man Mike is just too deep into this juggalo shit for me. I need to talk about regular stuff, you know, or get the perspective of the non-juggalo. You can hit up Schmeeve probably on his Twitter. Yeah. If Jason Porter, if you feel the need to reach out to me <laughs> about uh about my feelings on Jay Reno's snap music and how fucking good it is, <laughs> uh hit me up on Twitter at Schmeeve. And if you would actually just enjoy talking to the Juggalo who is way too deep into this shit, and if you want to ask me why Jason Porter followed, then unfollowed, then followed, and then unfollowed me again on Twitter, I don't have that explanation, but we can talk about it. Um, same as we can talk about why Mars blocked me um, on Twitter because I told him to that his fans were annoying the shit out of me. Um <laughs> You know, um, ask him why he hit... dropped the hard R in that track. <laughs> Mars. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you can do that on Twitter at Mike Spawn S E J or which a lot of people tend to just do this these days because I'm not as apt to go active on Twitter. I don't know why. Um, hit me up on uh, Instagram, uh, Straight as Juggalo. Yeah, with all that, I mean. That's it. We've said all that needs to be said. We've Nothing else. All could the be problems said. facing the world today, specifically relating to the 2008 release Tunnel Runners. Um, and with all that, there's only one thing left to fucking do. Yeah. Finish your motherfucking face. There's the bitches. <laughs> No, I'm not chugging this bitch. Uh, oh my god. Sick. Oh, okay. okay. There wasn't that much left. Oh, okay. Peace. Peace. You know you love that shit.